a superfood that tastes amazing, been absolutely enamored with black garlic, and I think I found the perfect person to tell us a lot more about it. Welcome to the Sewing Prosperity Podcast with host Logan Duvall. This father of four is an Arkansas successful small business owner whose world was turned upside down with the cancer diagnosis of his then five-year-old son. As Napoleon Hill famously stated, every adversity, every failure, every heartbreak carries with it the seed of an equivalent or greater benefit. Come and join us on our journey to create a Blue Zone community with a focus on a holistic approach to anti-cancer, regenerative farming, and strengthening local economies. All right, Elizabeth, I am so excited to be sitting uh, here visiting. Uh, I want to tell you just a little bit on how I even came across black garlic. Um, my little boy was diagnosed with stage four cancer, and so I was researching how do we how do we overcome this? How do we beat it? And somewhere along the way, I saw black garlic. So I was like, what is that? So I ordered some off of Amazon. It was the little uh, solo bulb type and loved it. I thought it was absolutely phenomenal, but I said, where is some that's much closer to Arkansas than, uh, than getting shipped in from, from overseas? And that's when I came across you and got your products in here at me and McGee and it fell in love. I think this has got to be close to three years that we've been working together. Um, yeah. So the your background is crazy awesome. I love it. You understand things. I love learning from you. You have a, a YouTube, you got to get back on that YouTube channel. I think you're killing it with the information you provide. It's uh, it, it's amazing. But as a having your doctor, having your PhD in animal science and then a master's in marine biology, that's, that's wild. You understand what's actually going on, right? So what is your favorite thing about black garlic? Yeah. Um, so my favorite thing about black garlic is kind of what you hinted at. It has all these health benefits, but it actually tastes good. You okay. know, you know how often, you know, you have this like Venn diagram of things that are good for you and then things that taste good and they like barely overlap, but like black garlic's right on that overlap. And um, yeah, just really powerful antioxidants, anti-tumor, um, anti-inflammatory, uh, there's a new study that just came out that shows that it helps with um, blood glucose and insulin re regulation to preventing metabolic syndrome. So it's, I mean, all the benefits of garlic, but then basically like times five, which is really amazing. And um, the flavor for, you know, folks that haven't tried it, it's almost sweet. It's a little tangy, a little umami. Um, it's when people eat it, it's almost like wine tasting. Everybody says something a little different. I've heard like tamarind, I've heard balsamic vinaigrette, I've heard barbecue potato chips. And so it's really fun to hear that. And, um, my kids just, they eat it like candy. They literally call it their garlic candy. They will eat entire heads of black garlic if I let them. And right now it kind of, it, well, for the most part, black garlic is kind of, it's very like Michelin star, like very hoity-toity, you know, aiolis and this, that. And, and that's not, I think, I don't think that's like the future of black garlic. Like I want it to be just like a pantry staple. I hear yeah. from so many customers that, oh, I put the black garlic salt on my Brussels sprouts and now my kids will eat them. And that's my goal in life and why I kind of continue to do this, despite the fact that, as you mentioned, this is never, I, I'm originally from Southern California, total like surfer girl, the marine biology, never in a million years if someone told me that, oh yeah, you're going to be in Texas and you're going to have a uh, black garlic company and you're going to be studying cow farts. I'd be like, no, 
you're crazy. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, yeah, but. Oh, the way life changes everything, huh? Yeah. Yeah. You, you just yeah. never know. That, um, I love how you're taking something that's so, you know, easily accessible uh, for, for the most part, and it's amazingly delicious, but it has those health benefits. That is, we we got to get back to where our food is is medicine. Um, and, and this is such an easy, easy way, uh, it seems like. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of black garlic supplements out there, but honestly, just like eating a couple cloves every day, I don't know. I, I only have, you know, as a scientist, I have like N equals four for my family, my two little girls and my husband. And we've, we've never had to go to the emergency room. You know, it's just, it, it, I, I think it really helps, you know, like boost your immune system. I don't want to make any, you know, bold claims, but I do think it is part of that sort of foundation you can have for like food of medicine, along with, you know, like leafy greens, um, you know, pasture raised beef, you know, farm caught salmon and fish and everything. And so it's great. It's really great. It's really versatile too. I mean, people ask like, what can you use it for? And it's like, well, what do you cook? Cause I mean, it goes well with like Italian. It goes well with Korean food. I just made myself an, uh, some eggs and put like the powder on it. So yeah, just, it's, it's just one of those things that goes good with everything. Cause it's like garlic. I love it. I love it. Um, your, you have a couple products. So you've got the, just the bulb, the cloves that are in a jar, the garlic salt, and then the powder. One thing we've done with uh, one, one of my other uh, buddies that's a business partner, he has taken your powder and made a blend that's a smoked pepper, salt and pepper, and then the black garlic. It is phenomenal. Wow. We use it with absolute everything. And yeah. it, it's just, you know, it, uh, the black garlic makes it. It just takes it to a whole nother level. I do want to hit on something that is complete a little bit of a tangent we in researching found a study where it showed that the fermented garlic and honey okay was effective against h pylori and so that's kind of a big one for me i've gone down that rabbit trail but what i branched off with that going into the garlic are you familiar with anything with h pylori or even maybe even candida in in reference to the the black garlic and the compounds that are in there yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a very broad scale antimicrobial and antifungal. So it is going to help kind of every level of the gastrointestinal tract. So it's going to help with that oral microbiome and then like suppressing H. pylori. And then also in your like lower and um, upper, or excuse me, your small intestine and your large intestine, the garlic has like a prebiotic in it, which is going to help feed the good bacteria. And then because it's antimicrobial, it's going to knock out some of the, you know, quote unquote, like bad bacteria. Um, so cool. It's just so cool. It's a yeah. thing. <laughs> I will so tell you a little, uh, not, not as pleasant side effect of it. If you eat enough of it, it will change the color of the end product of digestion. Let's say that much. I found that out the hard way with one of my, my daughter when she was a toddler, she ate two heads, whole heads. So probably about like 20 cloves of garlic. She had like just insane. It was like coming out of her pores. And then her daycare was like, is she sick? And I'm like, no, she just ate so much black garlic. So because of the color of her feces. So, you know. Oh, the kids. And then, you know, daycare, that's a whole other thing. I'm sure eating all that garlic's good, uh, good for her. I have four kids and there's always some sort of a bug at daycare. Yep. And that's our little like panacea. I have like a list of things that I'll give them, you know, we'll do like the turmeric and like ginger and then black garlic and then 
usually we can like knock it out pretty, pretty fast. So it's nice. I absolutely have been fascinated with you combining the academia world and this like functional world. I think that's what's got me so excited and wanting to visit with you because yeah. you understand, so that bi microbiome talk that you just did, you are probably more qualified to talk about that than anybody else I've visited with. You have a patented probiotic for cattle. Do you care to just say why that is such a big deal? That's a whole side, another side of your world, but that's a big deal. Uh, tell us, tell us more about that. Yeah. So, um, I, after I did my master's in marine biology, I wanted to do something. I was studying iron acquisition and osteococcus. So it was a research field that was maybe interesting to five people around the country or on the, around the world, really. And so I wanted to switch and do something that was really more pertinent to everyday people and the economy and animal health and environmental health. So I got my PhD in animal science, specializing in the gastrointestinal tract of animals um, and nutrition of the animals. And as another like side project, I can't escape these, of my PhD, I decided to try to look for some microorganisms that would help with um, methane formation. So cattle are sort of implicated in climate change because they do produce uh, methane from their burps, basically. And so this microbe, when you add it to their diet, it reduces the amount of methane that they make and make them a little bit you know, better for the environment. Um, and yeah, and I think really the only way that I can tie like the two business threads together is black garlic is um, quasi-fermentative. So it's a chemical reaction known as the Maillard reaction. That's what makes steaks brown or caramelizes onions. And then there also are what known as uh, endophytes. So there are indigenous microbes on the garlic that also ferment some of the garlic during the process. So it's like 95, the chemical reaction, 5% fermentation. So people will debate like, oh, is it chemical? Is it fermentation? It's like, well, guys, it's, it's both. It is a fermented product. And then it's also a chemical reaction that creates this product. So understanding the microbiology has been very helpful. And then it's great. My husband is actually a process engineer. So he helps a lot with everything and he's, he's, he's pretty useful. I'll keep him around for another couple of decades. Keep him around, keep him around. So yeah. on, on the whole, the reason that that methane production is extremely significant in this context is because of how, how commercial animals are raised, right? So like the ones that are fed, fed more of, of the grains and stuff, they are probably the, the confined raising. That is extremely important, the product that you have got. Um, because that's, and that's something else, like we don't ask the how enough, I don't believe. We, I don't think we ask good enough questions sometimes. The the cow, and this is my estimation, that's why I want your, your opinion. The cow is not the same when it is on a feedlot and it is on a regenerative agriculture, rotational grazing, eating 100% grass right that that is a different micro cattle bio bovine microbiome right oh absolutely yes yeah so it's it's interesting that you bring this up and i i'm thankful that you're giving me this opportunity to talk about it it's funny the the cattle that are raised on grass actually produce more methane but because of the increase in biodiversity, the fact that they're eating forage rather than being fed corn, a lot of times if the agricultural practices are done properly, they can be carbon neutral. 
So, you know, a hundred years ago, we had millions of bison in the prairie as part of the ecosystem, you know, with the carbon cycle and the nitrogen cycle and everything. So when you bring these animals back on them and graze them similar to how you would bison, the biodiversity of the fields increases up to 20%. You're basically, it is like you said, restorative agriculture. And so while they are producing more methane, you have all these other benefits to kind of balance it out. And then, yeah, on a feedlot diet, the corn... Um, they just don't produce that much methane, but you have the environmental impact of growing all of this produce or not produce, but you know, like the corn and what have you. Right. Good thing just to defend feedlots. They also use um, byproducts. That's where the feedlot industry came from in the United States was using waste products from ethanol and agriculture. And then they found that it fattened up the cows. So to your point that they're very different animals. So on a feedlot, they tend to get more um, marbled and then you get more um, saturated fat and like monounsaturated fat where on a feedlot or on a, a pasture diet and grass fed, you get what you really want in life. You get some of those omega threes. So that's what you can get from um, mostly people think of that as getting that from from fish, but you can also get it in smaller amounts from grass fed beef. Beautiful, beautiful. I, I think that's probably another good point, Elizabeth, is that maybe I, I think that there's always better ways to do stuff, but not everything is always all bad or all good. Um, there's, you know, it's life. There's, there's a balance to it. Um, so thank you for pointing that out uh, with, with that in regards to that. The uh, future for the Black Garlic Company. What, uh, what's your goal and, and what, uh, what can we do to help? Man, I mean, I think it's ambitious, but I feel like black garlic has the potential to being like the new ketchup, you know, but like a better version of ketchup because it's all of like the natural sugars rather than high fructose corn syrup. And so I, I would really love it just to be more accessible. So my goal is to get into, you know, more people's hands and kitchens and cookbooks. So then I can lower my prices even more and then, you know, spread it even farther, basically. So it's economy of scales. The more garlic I can buy, the deeper discounts I can get. And then, you know, hopefully this is something that everybody's familiar with. And when I started doing this about five years ago and I was still just at our little like folk, local farmer's market and I would bring up black garlic and people would just look at me like I just kicked their baby. Like, why would you do that? It's just so unappealing and the smell is so strong. Um, but now I would say almost 50% of people I talk to know what black garlic is. So it's really great. Well, we're going to keep touting it and eating it. It's a, it's a staple at our house. It's not something that we use occasionally. It's, it's literally daily. And uh, just thank you. Thank you for taking your passion and making it something that uh, affects positively others. Very happy to be working with you. Yes, you as well. Thank you for everything that you do and this platform and the conversation. It's been great. Thank you. Thank you. And we will definitely be visiting again soon. Awesome. Appreciate it.